Good morning and welcome to our Daily Word and Prayer. My name is Tom Short, so glad to be with you today as we get in the Word of God, talk about allowed to change our life. I'm coming to you today from Raleigh, North Carolina, where I'll be speaking on the university or the North Carolina State University campus later today. I appreciate your prayers. And if you live in the Raleigh area, come on out to the Brickyard sometime this afternoon and, and have a good time with us as we share the Word of God with people. You'll be, you'll be blessed, encouraged, maybe shocked at some of the things people believe today. I'd like to talk about faith. We've been talking about in the last week or so. And you know, not all faith is the same. Not all faith will be sufficient. Now, as Christians, we believe that we're saved by grace through faith in Jesus Christ. This is a hallmark doctrine of Christianity. And it's one that's so vitally important that we not think that our good works are what saves us. And yet there are passages in the scripture that can seem a little bit troubling when we see the, the strong strength, that the, the clarity with which the Apostle Paul lays out the gospel. And yet there are other passages, like here in the book of James that we're going to look at, that say, well, what's that mean? Let's take a look at James. When James talks about, some people think he's talking about the difference between faith and works. We're going to see maybe he's actually talking about something a little bit different. Let's take a look. James chapter 2, beginning with verse 14. James says, what good is it, my brethren, if someone says he has faith, but he has no works? Can that faith save him? It's a good question. You probably know people like this. Oh, yeah, I believe. Oh, yeah, I believe in Jesus. Yeah, I believe in, I, I believe in God but it doesn't seem to have affected the way they live. It doesn't seem to have any impact upon their values, their lifestyle, the way they treat other people, the way they act, what they pursue. Can that, and he says, can that faith save him? If a brother or sister is without clothing and in need of daily food, and one of you says to them, go in peace, be warmed and be filled, and yet you don't give them what is necessary for their body. What use is that? That's a good question. Folks, you know, our Christian faith ought to be useful. It ought to have some value to it. Our Christian faith is designed to change the world. Our Christian faith is designed to bring people back into relationship with God. It's designed to fix what is broken. The Christian faith isn't just some add-on at the end, you know, like, oh yeah, here's my life, and, and I add on a little Jesus on the side. No, it's central to what life is about. It's central to how life is to be lived. It's central to fixing the problems in our world today, be it in your life, your family, your church, your city, your country, the world, whatever it is. The Christian faith is useful it's to be useful. It's not to be unuseful. And for so many people, it, it doesn't serve them much good. Can that faith save? Is that a living faith? Is that the type of faith we're meant to have? Let's keep reading. Even so, James says, faith without works is dead, being by itself. Now, it's interesting here. Again, there's a question here contrasting faith versus works. I think what he's talking about is dead faith, dead faith. There are people who have a dead faith. I used to think of it this way. It helped, this helped me become a Christian many years ago. The difference, some, it's been said, the distance separating some people from heaven and hell is only 12 inches. 
12 inches, heaven's up there, hell's down there. That's more than 12 inches right there. And what they're saying is it's the distance between the head and the heart. A real faith, a living faith, does more than influence your intellect. It touches your life. It touches your will. It touches your the way you live. It touches your values. It gets down deep into your soul. It becomes a part, the central part of who you are. That's living faith. Dead faith doesn't do much. Let's keep reading. But someone may say, may well say, you have faith and I have works. Show me your faith without the works and I'll show you my faith by my works. You believe that God is one. You do well. The demons also believe and shudder. Now, do the demons have saving faith? No. No, their faith won't save them. They believe, they acknowledge the fact, they know there's a God, they know Jesus is the Son of God, they declared it when Jesus was here on earth, they would declare, they'd, this is the Son of God, demons, and Jesus would cast a demon out. They know the truth, but the truth doesn't affect them because they've rebelled against the truth. They've not submitted to the truth. Their faith is not a living faith. Their faith is not a life-changing faith. Some people have faith just like a demon, shall we say. They acknowledge certain information. But biblical faith, true faith, it'll change your life. It gets, like I said, it gets deep into your soul. It affects what you believe. You know, a person who has who believes something, if they really believe it, I've thought of the illustration before. If you're in a building and the fire alarm goes off and you sit there still and don't move, Someone may be running out the door. They say, come on, the building's on fire. And you say, I know it. I know it's on fire. Well, then come on, let's go. Well, yeah, I know it's on fire. But you don't move. You don't get out of the building. Do you really believe it? I mean, you might just have a death wish, but barring that, do you believe what you say you believe? How can you tell if a person has faith? This is what James is getting at. You don't tell just by what they say. That's first start. You must confess with your mouth. You must acknowledge it. You know, I believe, therefore I spoke. Faith will verbalize itself and speak, but it will also affect the way we live. And he goes on, referring to the demons. But are you willing to recognize, you foolish fellow, that faith without works is useless? My friends, we want to have a faith that is valuable. We want to be world changers. We want to be people who make a difference. Our faith has got to work itself out. Don't let your faith stay in a corner. Don't let your faith keep quiet. Be known. Be known as a person of action. Be known as a person who does something. Speak up. Act. Serve. Love. Care for others. Here in James, you know, help help the needy. Share the gospel. Share your testimony. Witness to people. Give them an answer. Pray for people. We've talked about this before, how praying, praying for people can be such a, it's our secret weapon, it's powerful. Not just praying in secret, but praying with people in a time of need. There's so many things we can do. Brothers and sisters, we're the light of the world. Jesus came as the light of the world, but he says of us now, we're the light. In Ephesians, he says, walk as children of light, shine brightly in a dark generation. We don't just curse the darkness. As our world gets dark and darker and darker and darker, and it does, and there's more 
hatred and more division and more skepticism and more doubt and more celebration of what is evil and wrong and bad. We don't just curse the darkness. Let's shine the light. We have the gospel. We have the answer. And God calls us to be light shiners. So let's have a faith that's active. Let's have a faith that's active. It's so easy to just be bothered these days and just complain. It's so easy to just talk amongst ourselves. And let's be people who look for opportunities and trust God for opportunities to say a kind word, a good word, a gospel word, a loving word, a faith-filled word today. Those doors will open. You ask God to give you the opportunity. Open your eyes, look for them. They'll come. You never know what difference you can make if you have a faith that has action. Now, again, we're not saying that our, our works save us, but we are saying our works are the evidence that we're saved. True living faith will always produce works. Dead faith just stays in your head and never makes a difference. Father in heaven, we thank you today for your ways, and we thank you today that you are a God who honor faith, But those who know their God will display strength and take action. We pray, Father, today, help us to be people of action. I pray, Father, this very day, help us to think and to be aware, to open our eyes and take them off of our own problems and our own concerns and our own stresses and help us look for opportunities to have faith in action today, to be loving others, to care for others, to meet a need in others. Give us boldness, Lord, to open our mouth and have that word of encouragement, that word of of salvation, maybe that word of reproof, maybe that word that offers hope, encouragement, that word that shares the gospel, that points someone to Jesus Christ. Jesus, we confess again today that you're the answer. You are God's Messiah. You're the answer to every need that we ever really face. Help us today to shine the light of the answer in Jesus Christ unto others. Be with us today. Fill us with your spirit. Help us, Lord, when we're weak to find strength in you. Help us when we're tempted to resist. Help us when we're discouraged to to find strength in our God. Help us, Lord, to base our life this day on your promises. Help us, Lord, today to love people who are unlovable. Help us, Lord, to Show grace to people who don't deserve it. Help us, Lord, to forgive people today who've hurt us. Lord, we pray that this day we would honor you and shine the life of Jesus wherever we go, and that you would you would bless us with fruit that grows your kingdom. We pray for this, and we love you. We're so glad to be followers of Jesus. We have the answer, we have hope, and we're grateful. We bless you, praise you, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen, amen, and amen. Hey, thanks for being with me today. We're here every day, and I hope you join us every day. If you're new, a special welcome to you. We get into the Word of God every day, 8.30 a.m. a.m. Eastern Time. We're live. Or you can watch later in the day, or you can listen on the Apple, Spotify, or Google platforms. But we believe in getting into the Word of God every day. It's so important. We can't just be once a week, once a month, once a year Christians. We live in a time where we've got to have daily strength because we get so much input from the world, we've got to get the input from God and His Word. I hope you're doing it on your own, reading your Bible on your own. But if you need some help and encouragement and and a word of, of instruction and inspiration and encouragement, 
this is the place come here if you're new like the video share subscribe tell your friends leave a comment i'd love to hear from you and those of you here welcome you who are here every week every day i'm so glad to have you along i know i'm sowing god's word on good soil it's taking root it's changing your life god sees you're here he honors your commitment that's our god he sees you're here he, you could be doing other things he sees you've made this a priority to get in the word you'll honor your commitment i know it so until we meet tomorrow my god fill you with strength bless you shine brightly never forget you got something the world didn't give you don't let the world take it away from you amen god bless you we'll see you tomorrow bye-bye